Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the inaugural episode of Papa Cam, a brand new podcast experience. For our first few episodes, we'll be hearing from Michael Kiefer. His story starts in a humble farming town before heading overseas to Vietnam. Upon returning to the States, the GI Bill provided him an opportunity to attend college, eventually leading to a job in the auto industry. From small beginnings to a prosperous career is a true example of the American dream. So let's cut the chit chat and get to the interview. Here we go. All right, here I am with Michael Kiefer, a.k.a. Mike, a.k.a. Dad, a.k.a. Pops. Recently retired after 40 years at Ford Motor Company, suddenly with a lot of free time on his hands and finally able to sit down for an interview. How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm fine, Cameron. (laughs) All right, we're just going to be chatting a little bit and trying to get a sense of your pretty exciting, long, adventure-filled life. And I thought the easiest way to get started would be at the beginning, where you grew up on a farm. Is that right? That's right. I was born and reared on a farm near Hanover, Kansas. I wasn't actually born in Hanover, which the Social Security Department made me change uh, because I was born in a nearby town hospitals being far between and farming communities and even getting worse now, actually. So Hanover wasn't exactly a bustling metropolis? No, it was for its day. It was nice. It, it, it had its own uh, its own carnival and picnic every summer. And was the house you guys lived in inside the city limits of Hanover? Oh, no. We lived outside probably seven, eight miles away. All depends where I started. Uh, we actually lived in a house without electricity. We had kerosene lamps. Yeah. Uh, there was no heating or anything. Well, it was what we heated with was with wood, which we put up ourselves. But uh, later we moved to a farm that did have uh, electricity. Still, we heated with wood, and uh, we actually the first stove that I recall was a wood stove, even in the kitchen. For cooking, and uh, it had the usual large container for for hot water that you kept warming all the time, and you had to eat all your water on the stove, and to take your bath on Saturday night, etc. Was it a pretty big house, big enough for your whole family? Well, yeah, it was big enough. We we had a boys' room and a girls' room, uh, so there was, and and mom and dad had their own bedroom. How many boys? How many girls? Well, at that time, there weren't so many, uh, but uh, turned out uh, eventually to be five boys and five girls. Dang, that's a big family. A lot of people in a small house. A lot. Um, an important question people probably are going to want to know the answer to is, did you guys have any cows? Oh, <laughs> every farmer has some cows. You need the milk for the children. Were you in charge of milking the cows? Uh, actually, we did start with grade... B milking, which is uh, 10-gallon cans and a big, large water cooler. And so, yes, I milked many a cow uh, by hand, but we actually had a surge uh, electronic electric milker. But there was still a cow or two that you needed to milk by hand. And uh, when the electricity, as real electric electricity does, sometimes go out, you had to milk it all by hand. And uh, milking 30 cows by hand is a daunting task. Everyone... Uh, everyone comes out to milk a couple of cows. 
Oh, wow. And your hands were really hurt. Yeah, I'd imagine. Did you have other responsibilities on the farm when you were young? Oh, sure. Uh, feeding uh, uh, pigs or feeding the calves. Uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, getting the water for the cream separator to wash it out afterwards because we did separate cream, gathering eggs from chickens and uh, tossing hay, that kind of thing. Uh, later, I, as the eldest, uh, I became the, the hired man. So I learned at a fairly young age to drive a tractor. We'll be right back to the interview in a second, but I want to take a moment to thank this week's sponsor, my parents. My parents are the ones who have made this podcast possible. They gave me life, education, and the iPhone that I'm recording on. Parents offer a variety of services to fit your needs and feature excellent customer service. Becoming a member is easy. Just pick up your phone and dial your parents, anytime, day or night. Parents, now back to the show. Now, when you weren't uh, working on the farm and driving the tractor, were you going to school? Is this one of those having to walk uphill both ways in a blizzard, et cetera, sort of thing? Well, of course, of course. Would I tell it any other way? <laughs> yes, uh, Sunnyside uh, in the first grade, Sunnyside was two and a quarter miles away, roughly. So uh, I did walk to school uh, on nice days, but my parents came and got me on, on not so nice days. So. But I did go to country school. I got to uh, help uh, bring in the coal from the shed for the stove uh, in the school. I played Little Boy Blue in the uh, Christmas play, etc. So, uh, yes, I, I went. I was the only person in the first grade. The only person in the first grade. In Sunnyside. Oh, man. Now you uh, still have a little farmland, right? Yes, uh, I... Uh, any uh, plans to go back and resuming the farming life? Not really. Um, you don't miss it since it, it, it since uh, my mother still lives out there. I do intend to go out also uh, to pester my renter and probably go out and maybe <laughs> uh, cut some brush and and paint the stumps or something on the farm ground. You know, just for improvement's sake. Nothing uh, strenuous like, you know, running a tractor for 12 hours a day. Or well, those are all GPS ran now anyways, aren't they? So I understand. <laughs> but I could do it. Yeah, I'm sure. No doubt. So after Sunnyside, you went to a boarding school, is that right? No, or? I went to a parochial school at Hanover for St. John's for grade school. For grade school, okay. Grade school. But then, no... In my tender year, uh, years of 13 years old, I did go away to uh, a Catholic prep school in Oklahoma City. Spent three years there and then finished my high school in Victoria, Kansas. All over the state of Kansas? And no, I was Oklahoma first and, yeah. and Kansas, uh, western Kansas, and you central Kansas. spent some time at the seminary after that? Is that... that I did go then to... Um, the Pontifical College Josephinum in Worthington, Ohio, on the banks of the Olentangy River. All the way to Kansas to Ohio? Yeah, yeah. So uh, spent some years there and uh, lost the interest in, uh, 
and that type of uh, religious life. I was uh, eligible for the draft. Uh, my number was 68 in the times when they drew the numbers. So Uncle Sam beckoned me for service. That concludes the first part of our series. Subscribe to Papa Cam and iTunes to receive our next episode in the series, where Mike and I will be talking about Vietnam. This show is edited and produced by me, Cameron Kiefer. Special assistance was provided by Coffee. You can follow me on Twitter, at CanKeef. That's C-A-N-K-I-E-F-F. This show's music was mixed by Christian Esteban. You can find more from Christian at SoundCloud.com slash Christian Esteban. Thanks.